All right, let's learn. Um, okay, we started already on page 18 in the Hebrew. Uh, and um, in the English, we are on page... Six? Uh, which, which chapter? Uh, Zion. Zion, page 18 in the Hebrew. And in the English, it's page 16. Page 16. Yeah, we, 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 we uh, moved further. All right, so but let's... Uh, Shalom Aleichem. Let's, let's talk about and, and sort of summarize just where we're holding so we could go weiter because there's also some confusion last week and, and I'd like to define terms. Watch the string. Yeah. Maybe take it down or something. Yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> all right, so the Rebbe's saying here, the Rebbe's been saying recently, we spoke about the, the nechitzus, how, how necessary avodasamachshava is and that's what the whole point of the chabur is and he spoke about the fact that people will say, "How? What, what does that mean? What are you talking about? I don't know. Machshava, I only am able to picture physical things. What do you mean machshava when it comes to Hashem? I can only picture physical things. And so Pizetsman gave that marshal of the, of the, of the, pop, the pauper that had a dream that he was a king and that he would have to sustain the whole army, but he didn't have, he didn't have a way of thinking, of a kingly way of thinking. So when a person has a lowly way of thinking and has very small hasagas, Small ideas, so then he doesn't understand. But Avada, right? You remember that muscle? The 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 muscle. The muscle is that a poor person that could barely make enough money. He has to knock on doors mm-hmm. to make enough money for his family, and then he has a dream that he became a king, and he gets very depressed because he thinks, if I'm going to be a king, I have to knock on doors just to feed my family. How am I ever going to knock on enough doors to be able to feed an entire army? So he doesn't chop that that's, that that's not a king, right? That's, that's, you're still thinking in, in, the, in the way that a pauper thinks. And so Pizetsu says that a person that hasn't yet experienced the machshava ruchni, a completely, completely ethereal way of being able to meditate and contemplate that's not connected to physicality. So the person is still a pauper and therefore doesn't understand how can my machshava be used for Hashem? And then he went at great length and he uh, it was almost almost uh, repetitive at some level. He kept saying again and again that what's the whole problem? The problem is that a person isn't used to using their machshava for things that are that are not gashmi. That's what we're used to. We're used to using our machshava. We're used to thinking about physical things. And so here we're being told that now we're going to have to use a machshava to think a machshava to hire a nikia, a pure and a clean machshava to, that, that without any tziyum, without any forms. Where's that? Sorry. Which we were up to now? Yeah. Or the, the muscle that I just said? No, the, the way you just read. The well, I didn't read. I, I, what? I, I summarized. Okay. No, we're I'm now sure. on page... But we're here. And I was summarizing all of this. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, yeah, the main akuda that he said over here, the main akuda is that he was saying that a that, uh, person's not used to, a person doesn't know what it means, what, what we're talking about over here, to serve God with machshava, because a person is not used to using a machshava except when it comes to physical things. So we have to go weiter from that. We have to, we have to go beyond using machshava just for physical things. So that, that's, that's the main akud we're up to. But I, I want to just speak for a couple of minutes before we go further inside. Um, just to make sure we're, all, we're talking about the same thing to sort of define terms over here. Because... I want to just reiterate, what's the nakud of machshava? Because there's two, there's two elements over here, really. You know, when it comes to being able to daven properly, there's two elements. There's the actual being able to focus, 
And then there's the content upon which you're focusing. Right? There's the apparatus of the mind that you're, that you're focusing, that you're trying to keep in one place, not running all over the place. And then there's the content of what it is I'm focusing on. Right? Now, the ability to focus, that's a muscle. Right? That's, that's a muscle. That's, that's something that the more one works on, the more one is going to be able to, to, to do it. In, the, in that Indian of focusing, there's a very big difference on, uh, between different streams of thought of what you're focusing on. Right? The quieting of the mind is through focusing. That's the, the Pizetzner himself has the famous hashkata, the famous quieting of the mind. In, in the Seva Derech where the Pizetzner talks about meditation, where he talks about staring at the hour hand on a watch. He gives that as a muscle to stare at the hour hand on a watch. But the idea, or the, the Buddhists talk about the breath, Chabad talks about ideas about God, but the idea is to focus. And the Piazetzner is not so much talking about that as much because he's assuming that when you have the content, when you're able to have content that grasps, that grabs your attention, it'll be easy to focus. So his Nakud is going to be that the content has to be so, you know, uh, um, Elevating and so so uh, uh, um, um, uh, grasping, so 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 sticky, so to speak, and and so important that it's going to grab your thought to be able to focus on that. Okay, that's 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 what really he's, he's uh, saying over here. He wants to talk about machshava. What's the content of the machshava? What 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 has to be in these machshavas? So let's read further. So again, in the Hebrew, on page eighteen. Even though we began, ah, shalom aleichem. Even though we began, watch the string. Even though we began already, um, let's go back and start again from the beginning, from Aizayim. Avo. Right? In the English, we're on the page. Let us not leap. Let us not in one leap attempt to attain. Let's not jump so much at once. Then I don't want to focus on somebody that already has times where they have this good machshava. Right? I don't want to focus on that. I, I don't want to talk to only people that already know how to think, that already have this machshava. Because our desire is that in our group, in our community, we want all the members to be able to be, take part. Not just somebody that's smart, not just somebody that already knows what it means to meditate on God. Kol we want, to, we want to ascend them all, el to these holy times, to reveal in them also pure thought. I, 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 what does he mean here, zmane koidesh? We want to bring all the members of our group to these zmane koidesh, to these holy times. Yeah, what do you think? What do you think that, that means? What these holy times meaning? Moments of connection, like pure connection to God. Exactly, exactly. He's saying zmane kodesh. He's to, he's saying is those moments that a person is actually with God, when you're thinking about Hashem, right? And like we spoke about last week, not thinking about Hashem just because so that I could get stuff or because He does things, you know that that's the chitzonius. That's the external aspect. That's what God does. Here it's, so to speak, being with Hashem Himself, just being with God. And that's Manikodesh, that's holy times. And we want to bring everyone to be able to have these holy times to be with God. 
Ukaomor Habikur Zema Shroitsibadurish. Okay, now this he's Habikur is um, the filter. Uh, those that were in here last week. So um, he sp- he spoke about that really all of us have, everybody naturally has thoughts that are not physical, that are not focused on physical things. Everyone has them. But the Indian is that everyone has a filter. Most people have a filter. The mind won't allow it to focus on that because the mind is so used to saying, no, but that's not a real thing. That's a fantasy. So that's the, that the, the mind sort of rejects those thoughts that are not tangible. Right? But we all have ethereal thoughts. We all have ideas. Right? Ideas that are not necessarily about things that are physical. Right? But our mind is not used to it. Our mind wants to land on something physical and tangible. So he says, like I said before, this filter that the brain has, that wants, that demands of every thought, that it should be like all the other thoughts of the world, thoughts about the world, thoughts about physicality. That's a, that's a great setback, that's a great uh, uh, challenge. That holds back a person from a pure, from a, a clean thought. In other words, this this in other words, it's within our own mind that right away we want to say, say it practically, say it concretely. You know, we all have that type of we all, say say exactly what you mean, right? Say what are you talking about? Say say give, say it black and white. We want we all we because it's it's hard for us to think abstract. Between what and what? I'm saying that's a, you're learning anything and people are. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Not mean that. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. Rather than just like flesh out the abstract idea. Exactly. Exactly. So so we have abstract ideas. We think abstractly at times. That's that's where ideas come from. When a person we all had ideas in our life, so the idea didn't come from thinking about a rock or or, or a tree. It, it came from the abstract making of the mind. But then when I want to focus on it more, so my brain right away is like, well, what, what should I think about? What should I be thinking? What physical thing should I be thinking about? So it's almost as if the mind like kicks back, doesn't allow us to stay in that pure, clean thought. And he says, Even when it comes to being aroused in holiness and pure davening, Vahaim is like a rhetorical question now. Isn't this indeed the main reason that we of the blemish that we don't have a moon and year and ava the way that we're supposed to? The fact that we can't have this thought, a holy thought, of thinking about God. Right? <clears throat> so if I were to say to you, before we go vital, let's just say um do we all understand the same that we're talking about when we say thinking about God? Because, I mean, Shleim and I had a, a, a thing about this last week, but w- w- when I said thinking about God, what, is that, what does that mean to you? I want to hear, what, what do you think that means, thinking about God? It's like imagining the all-encompassing nature of God, thinking about how He controls like, every single element of your existence and what you see and all the other people around you. And like really trying to internalize that concept and knowing that all stems from him. I mean, that just like, you know, like when you do the Shema, like put, putting your eyes in all the four different directions and like imagining that he's like everywhere. Right. So that's, that's very, that's beautiful. And 
how he's everywhere, how he controls everything, how he manifests in everything. But again, we also have to remember that none of that is the essence of what God is. That none of that is the panemius. That's all the external way God is manifesting. So the idea is also going to come to a higher, even higher than that, than, you know, than saying the energy that makes everything up. That because that's still a manifestation of God's life, but it's not God. Now, of course, we can't know what God is in essence, but like the Rambam says, we could negate. We negate, right? This energy, the, the soul of the world. I, I, I meditate how God is the soul of the world, how every single atom and molecule in the world is filled with godliness. And then I think, but that's not what God is. That's only that, that's like one person saying a word. When you say a word, how much of you do you invest in when you say a word? That's how much Baruch Amar Vahaya Elam. That's how much God invests to say the to create the world. He just says a couple of words. Yeah, but there's something behind the word, right? Exactly. So, so that, you're talking about what's behind the word. Right. So then you negate and say beyond that. Now I don't know what that is. I could say God is not light. God is not energy. God is not universe. God is not spirituality. Angels are spiritual. It's very important to remember. God is not. We don't believe that God is spiritual. <coughs> Angels are spiritual. You know, it's like it's like um, when I say, you know, we say every night we go to sleep. If I would say, where are angels? Where's the angel Michal? Where's the angel Gabriel? Where are they? What would you say? Up. Up. <laughs> and what does up mean when it comes to Malachim? Down. <laughs> oh, is it, there's the other ones that down, seem right? to be sent to do a lot of things down, down, right? Yeah, and, but imagine, everyone, you go to sleep, the many say when they, before they go to sleep, Mimini Michael, Right? Right? But one second, so but no matter what direction you're facing, you're saying Michal's on your right and Gavriel's on your left. So the answer is obviously Malachim are everywhere, because when we talk about the way we usually think about where things are, is physical, that this is here and this is here. But when it comes to Ruchnius, there's no, there's no physical space. Up means on a higher level, like the Rambam talks about. The Rambam says that when it comes to angels, what does it mean when we say there are levels of angels? This is in Mishnah Torah, Halacha. The Rambam brings this in his Halacha Sefer. What does it mean that we say there are levels of angels? It means Bemailu, Bemadrega. Like you say, one, two people standing there, oh, he's a big person, he's, he's much bigger than this one. You don't mean the physical stature, you mean in, in stature, in, in Mila, right? In Madrega, in level. So the angels are everywhere. So what's the yichus of Hashem that you say Hashem is everywhere? So big deal, Hashem is here, Hashem is truly everywhere. So are all the angels. So is anything. Where's, a, where's an intellectual idea? One plus one equals two. Where is that idea? It's everywhere. So spirituality is, is not within the container, is not contained, is not held back by, the, by physical space. But, but, but spirituality is, is um, uh, um, spirituality is, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Miyuchad, uh, no? Unique, the, the uniqueness of spirituality and the fact that spirituality is, so to speak, stuck in the fact that it could only be spiritual and not come into the physical. It's everywhere because it's spiritual, but it's not physical. It's not in the physical world. God is not spiritual. God is not physical. Therefore, he's actually in everything. 
But yes, when you negate, you negate that for your mind and say, what I understand to be space, time and space, that's physical. The spiritual worlds are beyond that. And God is beyond the spiritual worlds. And, and, right? and therefore, like you said, God is in everything. So, he, so the idea is that it's, it's very hard to get that abstract way of being able to think about God. And that's what we're going to learn about today, a very radical teaching from the Pizetz. It's probably one of the most radical things in the Sefer we're going to learn today. Where he says for somebody that mamas just can't, I can't get my thought to come to that abstract way of thinking. So let's see. A young man already cried to me. Page 18 in the Hebrews, last paragraph on the page. Yeah. Yeah, you see the young man. Yeah. A young man came and cried to me, complained to me, and he said, If I was able to, to picture some kind of form, if I was able to have some kind of picture in my head, when I stand before God in prayer, then I would at least have, be aroused, I would at least be, be excited. I would at least be, be completely aroused from the fact that I'm, at least I'm able to talk to as somebody that's able to talk to Hashem, the one that could do anything, that He's the one that could bring me salvation. In other words, if I could picture God, if I had a real picture of what God was, then of course I would be completely you know, on fire from the fact that I'm standing before the, the Almighty, the one that could do everything. I would tremble. I would tremble. I would be, I would be uh, uh, scared from the, the thought and the tzira and the form that I'm standing in front of the throne of glory, right? If I'd be able to picture God, if I'd be able to picture a throne of glory, then I would be, I would be on fire, I'd be enthusiastic, and I would also have fear, I would have real trembling. Avol, but now I can't think about anything. I'm not allowed to think of anything. Right? We believe it's one of the 13 principles of faith. The Ramam says that if you think of God as having any physical form, it's an apikaris, it's a min, it's a heretic. So I can't have any form in my mind. I just know this very generic thought that I'm standing before God. So you understand, when I, as much as you think I'm standing before God, you understand what I'm standing is. But the before God part still remains elusive. What does that mean, before God? It's just a general thought, I'm standing before God. Right? But, but I don't know what that means. I don't know, what does it mean to be before God? Why does it have to be uh, an image? No, it doesn't have to be, Fakir. He's talking about somebody that, that's crying that if I was able to, he's saying I could, I don't know how to do without an image. The opposite, he's going to come and say that the best is not to have an image. Why can't you just have a feeling? Well, what do you mean a feeling? That you're standing before God. Just, I don't know what else, how else to say it. Well, so what do you mean? I, I, I can't know what you mean unless you explain. What do you mean by a feeling? If you're talking about feeling as an emotion? No. You don't mean that. No. An awareness? An awareness of God's presence? Just an awareness of presence. An awareness. That's a muna. An awareness of presence is a muna. Yeah, that's a muna. No, no, but let's say. Uh, <clears throat> let's say you could feel that presence, but it's 
at specific points. Is that, can that be, can that be an awareness? I'm not sure what you mean. It, because You're asking because it's only at specific points, you mean? Um, or let's say you, you do it when you meditate, or let's say you, you can turn it on and off. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's the best, is that a person should be able to turn it on and off. Oh. Well, not off, but turn it on at will, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, but, but yeah, that's ultimately what he's going to say, is the, what we're, we're aiming for, to be able to... to um, no. um, what do you call when you have a river flowing and, and you use the energy from the harness? Yeah, right. we're, we're, we're learning, we're trying to be able to figure out how to harness the thought to be able to, mm-hmm. at will, have that thought, that, that have that awareness, that consciousness, that feeling, like you say, you know, depending on what you mean by feeling, that you're standing before God without, without, any, with, without, any, without any image. But now he's saying that somebody came to me, one young man came and he cried and he said, I can't do it without an image. It's, I, I'm not able to arouse myself. I don't know what that means. He says, I have, yeah? At the risk of, uh, so I have an awareness that there's a police force in Teaneck because it's safe, because there's no one breaking windows. You don't have an awareness of that. You have a knowledge of a fact. You know a fact. You have an awareness right now that you're in this room. That you have an awareness of. At this moment, even though you're listening to me, you're looking at me, but you have an awareness that you're in this room. You have an awareness that you're on the chair. That's an awareness. That's, I think, what Binyamin meant by a feeling, that's, that's, right? That's what, I mean. that's what I think he means. It's, these are very famously hard words to define, obviously. But, but and how is the difference than being aware that there's a police force? Otherwise... Again, you, we could, the word could be used in a lot of different ways, right? It's Sacha it's called English, it's not Lashen Kaidish. So they, they, all these words have a lot of different connotations. But generally, the experience the, of knowing that there's police out there is not the same as your experience that you are. Right, you're not experiencing the police. You just know that they're there. And some people, by them, that's what God is like. That he's just there. Like, I know the police are there, I know God is there watching me. And that's exactly what he's about to say the next word, So is that what we're supposed to have or not supposed to have? You're, not, not, you're supposed to begin with that, but not stay with that. Do you understand the difference? What's the, you explained to me, Rupshleim, in your words, what's the difference between the awareness you have that Tzinek has police department and your awareness that you're in this room? To me, it's the same. How could you say it's the same? Mamash? How is it different? Oh, so we have to define that. Okay. Because you're experiencing it right now versus you know it's there, but you're not experiencing it as, as you speak. It's the distinction between You just have the belief. You just, you just... You know You know that... It, or maybe not know, but you have the... Um, it's the word, right. you, the, the police are there and you trust the fact that they're there. You, you don't really know that they're there, but you trust that they're there, right? Even if you, you, even if, even if you know they're there, even right. if you, see, you saw a picture of them, even if you're seeing them on a walkie-talkie, but it's, it's something, like, like Serge said, it's, not, it's, it's a fact that you ascertained, but it's not an experiencing. It's not, when we say awareness, it's something that is, that's, that's upon you, that but, you're experiencing. But yeah, I do think it's different, because if someone came into the room right now and told you, newsflash, you may not have known this, but all the police just left town, right? So you'd be like, I'd be very scared. That's frightening. 
Yeah, but unless somebody told but you if that. someone told you, yeah. you're not actually in this room, your mind would be blown. It wouldn't be like, oh, I learned something new that's frightening. It'd be like, you're, what? Like, you're in a computer program, actually. I don't know, like, whatever it is. You know, if someone came and reinformed you that you're not actually where you are right now, it would be radically different than informing you that they're actually, they left. You just didn't know, because what do you know? You know? That's I'm like, here it's information as opposed to like experience the way you are experiencing the world right perception of reality the way you're perceiving reality is 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 your awareness you know it's not it's not necessarily what you're focused on because there's a, there's a there's a specific awareness which is what we call focus but there's a general awareness like right now you're aware you're in this room you're then that awareness of god is emuna it's that feeling of presence the way the altar explains and Torah or, he says the reason that everyone everyone believes in God, no matter you know the biggest not every, I'm, I'm saying those that believe in God the, from the biggest professor to the little child it's all hamor hu because God is revealed God is everywhere, so everyone has that feeling of presence that's that feeling that all people have that's that amuna right, so to be able to focus on that and come to that deeper that is being able to take off the physical forms, right. So, but usually it's just like, but I think what you said of Shlom is, is a great muscle of what he's saying is not, is not good enough. No, that's to say, just like I know there's police, I know there's a God. That's, that's like making God something so completely other. The police and you have one of nothing to do with the other. They just watch you from, you know, Uncle Sam. But, 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 but God is not just like a, an outside thing watching you. It's not outside. That's the inside. He says, so this person came crying, the Pizzetto said, this young man came crying to me that if I was only able to have some kind of picture, I would be able to, 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 have, to be able to be aroused from the fact that I'm talking to the Kol Yochel, to the one that could do anything. I would have fear. But now that it's usur, I'm not allowed to have any form in my mind. All I have, yeshli. See, he's saying, yeshli shani I only have the idea that I'm standing for Hashem. Yediyah yibloi machshava. See? See the words he's using? Yediyah yibloi machshava. That's literally what we were just talking about. Yediyah is just a piece of knowledge that you know. Again, it, sometimes yediyah is not used in that way. Many times das is, is used a different way. So again, all these words, of, you have to know what he's talking about. But over here he means yediyah, meaning just ascertaining knowledge. I know I'm standing before God. Even if I just say, I know I'm, I'm, I know I'm standing before God. That's a fact. That doesn't mean that's going to change me. Right? We all know we're standing before God, and yet we manage very well to do a lot of different sins, even though we know God is everywhere. Because having a piece of information between that and your body are many levels of consciousness. So he says, And look what he says, Without without thought, without contemplation, without meditation, without using your machshava, without being able to delve deeply using your mind into God. I'm not, if I'm not able to have a form, this person is saying, I can't wake up, I can't be, I can't be um, inspired. Unless I have the inspiration comes by itself. Exactly like Binyamin, like you were saying, we don't want it to be. We don't want it to be that we have to wait for the inspiration to come. Right? I have to wait for it to come someplace outside myself. That's the saddest thing that the people that, that we all feel that way sometimes, that we're looking for inspiration in someplace outside ourselves. Well, ultimately, the ultimate inspiration is to be able to, has to be self-generated. 
that you could bring it upon yourself. And, and so this person is saying, I can't be inspired unless it comes by itself because I don't have a form. That I should be able to continuously con- uh, uh, have this feeling, this, 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 uh, this feeling of this fiery feeling. I can't do it at all because I don't know what I can't, I, don't, I can't think about anything. It says the Piazetzner. Who knows? Maybe this is what the sin of the golden calf is all about. Right? We know what, what the sin of the golden calf. He said maybe it was exactly this. That what? Make, us, make for us a God that will go before us. That we should be able to see him. So Pizetsu says, who knows if, that, if maybe that was the whole reason they ever have made the ego. You know it's Madna though. I very have a big tzarachin on the Pizetsner. It's a Beferish Ben Ezra. Mamr's Ben Ezra brings it from in the name of the Kuzari says it. Elikim chipsu kavod begvia. They were looking for a kavod sheichen begvia. They were looking for the glory of God in a physical manifestation. Which by the way, eventually that's what the Mishkan was. The Mishkan was like the Kovet Sheikhin Begvia, the, the glory of God in this physical thing, in the Kruvim, etc. The difference is that's how Hashem wants to manifest. You can't, you know, the, the Khet Ego was to, to do it on their own. But that's why I'm not sure why the Pizetsu says, Umi Oidea. It's like that, that Mamish has brought in from that that was why they made the Khet Ego. They couldn't handle Now that Moshe Rabbeinu is not here, they thought Moshe Rabbeinu died. As long as Moshe Rabbeinu is alive, we have a Tzaddik. A tzaddik is you see the you see the glory of God in in a in a body by a tzaddik, but now they believe Moshe Rabbeinu is gone. So how are we going to be able to make God tangible? So that was their sin that we should be able to see him. Their problem was that they're not they weren't just looking for some kind of form to have in their mind. An actual to actually have. A, a, a form, an actual physical form. That was their mistake. Not only that, but they were even more stupid. They wanted to have the form of the God of Egypt. God, you know, God should help us. Now, Now, so this person is saying that I want to be able to have a form. Of this beginner is saying, I can't without a form, without an image, I just can't relate to anything. So Bezetsu says, we're not here to like, tell people exactly how they have to do the kach v'kach. Because maybe the person won't listen to us. Or a person will fool oneself and say that I have this good thought when I don't really have it. Really, everybody wants to be pure of heart. Everybody wishes they could be pure of heart. You know, there's a, a, Bailey told me that she saw in the podcast or one of these things, she saw that somebody did a, um, a, um, a poll. If I were to say to you, who's, who, who who, who's going to be my uh, search? You tell me. If I was to ask you, do you believe that people generally do the best that they can in life? No. Okay. What do you think, Effie? Best that they can. Yeah. Yeah. 
So a person took a poll, and it was pretty much 50-50. Are you serious? Yeah, it was pretty much 50. Even by clergy, he said, he, he said um, the person asked by clergy was 50-50, and then the person said to the clergy, well, what if, what if I told you that this is how God wants the person to be? No, but but Lamaisa, the, the idea is that, that so, so there are those that look at humanity as yeah, people try the best they can, and there are those that are like, they're lazy, good for nothing. But the bottom line, the Piazetzner is saying, Kibemes, everyone, Piazetzner looks at humanity very positively. Really, everybody wants to be pure of heart. Kibemes gamkulam rates in this toilet, everybody wants to be pure of heart, right? The truth is, if you go to, to the most lowly person, and say, would, would you prefer to be a saint? Well, actually, Billy Joel has a line, I'd prefer to laugh at the sinners than cry with the saints, right? So maybe the taka, maybe not like that, but Billy like yeah, that, That's the best he can do. Yeah, that's the best he could do, <laughs> laugh at the sinners, right? Which, which song was that? Do you remember? I don't know. Only the good day young. Oh, right, only good day young, yeah. But the Prizetz was saying, everybody, everybody has a pure heart. Everybody wants to be pure of heart. Ubne aliyah. Everybody wants to be a, a, a Ben Aliyah, to be a, a person of substance. Just like we said, we spoke about last week, we read at great length, we said at length that they just can't get out of their, out of their schmutz, they can't get out of their, the, the low place where they are. They just don't know what it means to think without a form. Now, the whole point of our group is to put down our shoulder to as low as necessary. What does it mean, put down our shoulder? Meaning to, to be able to pick everyone up. No matter how low a person is, we want to put down our shoulder to allow the person to come up. We want to reach their footsteps too. Everyone. We want to be able to help everyone to be able to think about God. Umishaman from their level, from that place where they are, where we, where we bowed our shoulder to be able to get them, from there we're going to then raise them up through techniques that are fitting. So So for those people that mamish can't imagine davening or, or serving God without a form, I also have a takana, I have a way that, that they could fix their davening. I have an eitza, I have a good piece of advice, to, that at least according to their level to make them that they should be able to function. What's that? Such a person in this, in this matzav, in this situation, that he can't, he just can't get that abstract. In the beginning of his expanding his thoughts, his machshava, his ability to meditate, in the beginning, Paskin like the Ravid, now let me just say it outside because uh, what, what he's saying here inside because how, how very radical what he's saying is. First of all, in case anyone doesn't know, the, the Ravid, if you ever seen a Rambam, you, you, have, you ever know the Ravid? In the Rambam, in the Mishnah Torah, so in the, in, inside the Mishnah Torah you have what's called Hasogas Ravid. You have when the Ravid argues. Right? Like they say, why does a brisker believe in God? Because the Rambam says there is one and the Ravid doesn't argue. <laughs> right? So the, the Ravid is like in, in the, in the, in the, within the lines of the Rambam is the Ravid's arguments on the Rambam. Now the Ravid was very sharp. There's sometimes he says some very sharp things against the Rambam. And this is one of the more famous ones. The Rambam Paskins and Halacha 
that a person that thinks that God is a form, that God has a body, or God has any physical likeness, or any likeness at all, is a heretic, is a min. Is a heretic. It's one of the 13 principles of faith. So the Ramam says, if you picture God with any physical like, like, like representation, you're not because it's a heretic. No portion of the world to come. Says the Raiva, look inside. In Hilchas Tshuva Per Gimel Lachazayin, it is what the Ravid says. Amar Avram, Velama Karl is a min. Why did the Ramam say that a person that thinks that God has body parts is a min is a heretic? Corporeal. Corporeal. Right, the, many people that were people that were greater and better than the Rambam. Believed that God was corporeal, that God had an image, that God has a form. And he, the, he's here at Pizesa says, V'chule, or but. Can have a form. Huh? What? Or can have a form. Well, it's not um, necessarily a specific form, but uh, could have forms. Well, the, what, the, 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 the rival goes on to uh, the words that Pizesa doesn't bring. He says, Holchu bezor machshava alpia mikrois. Because they found, because they took literally, you know, the words of the Chumash. It says, God has eyes, God has arms. Now, we, we all are so trained to say, well, it's just the Torah speaking in the language of man. Right. That's the Rambam. But the Ravid says there are people greater, and this, that's what's hard to imagine, people greater and better than the Rambam that believe God had a body, has a body, or has a form. That's what the Ravid what's seems the to say. What's the for that? Yeah, the strong hand. Yeah, strong hand. Right. Rashi says in the past, like, Radio Mamish. But isn't that meant, like, metaphorically? Why would Rashi say Radio Mamish? That's exactly, right. that's exactly <laughs> what I just said. That mo- mo- most of the time, so we're so used to saying, oh, it's just a metaphor. It's just Torah speaking language of man. The Ravid said there were people greater than the Rambam that took it literally. That God is a form. Yeah. Like, you know, our argument is that God's hand is, like, really the hand. Literally hand. Like, but yes, but your hand is not, because, like, that's a real hand. Like, that's, like... To be able to to take them out of Egypt, that's like a real yeah, power, yeah. rather than like our minimal usage of. of a well, that's how we use. That's how that's how you would look at it as a metaphor, right? So, yeah, I guess. As a metaphor, you would say that it, that that the strong hand means that not just like our hand that has a limit what it could do, but his his hand could do anything. But again, that's thinking metaphorically again. But the the Ravitz is saying. That there were those people that really believed that God has a form. So like Moshe at the time would like think that maybe God has a form? No, why Moshe? What do you mean Moshe? So the people who are great at the time before... I mean, I don't know who... I don't know necessarily... Moshe, who, I don't know Moshe Rabbeinu. He's just saying people greater than the Rambam. Right? People that lived a couple hundred years before that. But the Piazetsu doesn't like it. The Piazetsu is not going to stay with this way of understanding the Machlaikas. In other words, most people understand that the, that the Ravid is literally saying that you could believe that God has a form. But the Pizetsu doesn't buy that. He says, I don't think that, that's not what the Ravid means. Look what he says. It's very hard to understand the Ravid literally, that the Ravid literally means that you could say God has a form. It's a beferish apostle. In the Sarasa Dibris, it says, You have not seen a form. A million times it says, There is not a form. Right? Like Tavnis goes through a whole list. Tavnit Zachar Nekeva, Tavnis Dago Any form you can imagine, God doesn't have that. Look at the Kesav Mishnas and the Ravid. So, so it can't be the Ravid is literally saying you should think that God, that God has a body, that God literally has a hand. 
Says the Piazetsna, look what he says. Based on what we're learning, don't make a mistake to think. Uh, don't think that the Ravid is saying that to, to, um, not, not that the Ravid is saying that a person should make such an error to think that above by Hashem there's a form. Don't even mention such a thing. To say what the Ravid means. The truth is, of course, just like this person before that knows that God doesn't have a form, God forbid. In other words, the Piazetsner is saying, you know what the Ravid means? He means when a person's beginning to serve God. And you can't, or, or beginning, I mean, you could be 80 years old and be beginning to serve God. We're supposed to be beginning to serve God every day. But like you come to a place where I, I have to have a form, I have to have a picture. I have to picture a, 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 a man on a throne. So the Ravid says, okay. That's what the Ravid says. In other words, the, he's learning the Mapaikas that the Ramam is saying you can never picture God with a form. And the Ravid is saying, of course God doesn't have a form. He's not coming to argue on that. But the Ravid is coming to say, but there are some people that like, they need to picture God in some physical way. And not, not that the Ravid is saying that that's, that's capital T true. But the Ravid is saying if that's what the person needs, okay, in the beginning. You understand? Hello? Yeah, everyone found? Yeah? Who occurs um, because this person is made of, of is, is, is Korutz is a, how do you translate Korutz? Um, Corporal? Scraped of, scraped of, yes, scraped of physicality. Raku Korutz Mechaymer Ish Magushim, a physical person. I'm a person I can't manage without picturing God with a form. In order for my thought, to be able to grasp, grow, and become wider. In other words, if you're a person that the only way you're going to be able to keep your thoughts on in davening is to picture God as, a, even though you know it's not real, but you want to borrow this picture. Okay, you could do that. By the way, you're familiar with the, uh, Michelangelo's creation of Adam? The Sistine Chapel? You know, you know what I'm talking about? Adam or... or yeah. Creation of Adam, yeah. the, the oh, fingers touching? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the so, Sistine Chapel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so um, I mean, that's a picture of God. Now, they also believe that God doesn't have a form. But they, in the Renaissance, were so lenient with this, they, they would make pictures of, of God, God, what they believe God the Father, whatever, but, but of God as a physical form. And I just, I'll, I'll just share with you one of my all-time favorite um, lines from a movie. There's a movie called The Agony and the Ecstasy with Charles Heston and uh, Rex Harrison. About, it was actually a book by Irving Stone about the painting of the Sistine Chapel because... Maino Michelangelo was not a painter, Batson. He was a sculptor. He didn't want to paint. He was, he was a punishment. Was, yeah, the Pope had to force him. Mamish forced him to paint. So it's a, it's a facet. It's a great movie about that. So one of the lines is that is toward, towards the end of the movie when the Pope is already getting old, whatever. So they, Michelangelo walks in and he sees that the Pope is that they're is sitting with a with a candle on top of the scaffold. 
And so Chalton Heston goes up and he, and he goes up to him and he's, and now this Pope, the Rex Harrison who plays the Pope, is very, not a very, quote unquote, religious person. He was more of a, a warrior than anything else. He, you know, he wasn't, he was not a very uh, Erlicha Pope. So Kitzer, so, and he's looking at the picture of God in the creation of Adam. And he says to Michelangelo, he says, is that how you really see him? So full of love and compassion? It's such a deep... Is that how you really see him? As a Gaval de Gavar, because we all have our way the way we see God. And, pers- and, and Nebuch, some people that had extremely difficult childhoods have big problems with God because unfortunately, or fortunately, I mean, that's the way God made the world, but our first image of God is like our parents. Which is what got what Freud wrote all books about. Right, that Hashem spoke to Moshe first in the in the voice of of his, of father. his father. Who says that? I remember Medrash. saying that. A Medrash that he spoke. That's right. That's right. That Medrash said that he spoke in the father's voice. Right. 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 Yeah. So our first. So the way we see God very often. Uh, is is has a lot to do with the way we saw our parents. That's true, unless a person is able to go beyond that. But, but that vard is that the way you see him? Like, how do you see God? So the possessiveness here is literally saying, like, if you need to use an image of a tzaddik or or you want to picture God as a as a king, that does the pizet the rivet is saying from all the psukim. And all the psukim, the, 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 the pasuk wouldn't tell, wouldn't use these, this verbiage if it was so completely usser. If you, Rambam, are saying, your mama should not be cursed as soon as you think God is a form, how could you say all the psukim of all these, all these words, right? All these mishalim, God is our father. He's not a father. It's not like a physical father. King, he's not a physical king. These are all parables. And they all come to me. We all have these. Uh, these as soon as, when you say, Ene Hashem, the eyes of God. So, you, you're going to have this like picture of some of these gigantic, you know, black hole, big size eyes or something, right? Yeah. Everything, right? That, that, that. So, so the Ravid is saying, yeah, the, the, in other words, you're allowed to have that picture form as a Pesach, as an entrance, as a gateway to be able to come to a higher level when you could then take it off. Right? That's what he says. Let's read inside. The person knows that God doesn't, capital T truth, God doesn't have a form, but only because he scratched together from physicality, he has to picture with some kind of form. In order for his thought to be able to grab onto and stick and focus. But when the person will get stronger, his thoughts, his machshav will get stronger, God will help. He'll be able to think about God. A pure thought, a clean thought, without physical form. And at that point, a spark of prophecy will be revealed to him. Then these forms will, will by themselves go away. Once the person will progress to another level where you won't have to have these forms, they'll go away. The Yuchal Tsarli based philosopher Shaibn Lifne Hashem is Bach Lifne Kisek Vaidai 
saying you can pay, if you need to, you could be mitzayr that you're standing before God's kisya kavod. in order to uh, let the ear hear what it's able to hear. Right, and and that, that so that's okay if that's what you need to do. Fine. and you too, member of our community. What's Shasat Chak in an emergency situation, right? Tzayer Lecha. Picture it. Picture this form. By the way, this idea from the Bezetzim is found in also the Ramak. Moshe Kardavera also says a similar thing in, in I believe, Alima. One of his Svarmi says that in a way of Ratzav to picture like, a, you know, like it says in Daniel, an old man with a white beard, and then to take off the picture. Like to, if you need to, to use a picture, then to take it off, to know that it's just a mushal. So he says, so he's saying, so to you, make a picture in your head. That's what the Pesukim will do. That's what the Nevi'im will do. So imagine, picture in your head, that your mom is standing before his throne of glory. And you're davening, you're asking from Hashem, like a child begging from his father. Right? Imagine, Play the picture out in your head of a child begging his father, holding his father's legs. Rachim no alayavi said, "Say to God, please have have mercy on me, my father." I can't handle anymore all the 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 uh, no uh, uprooting and and non non placed. How would you say? How does he translate nedudim? The wanderings, the wanderings of my body and abandonment of my spirit. We're going to page 20. From that time, that you threw me away from you, and you hid your face from us. There's only fear all around us, right? Because that's just getting very, very poetic. He's like, he like as soon as he like says something, it's almost like he's, he like he gets emotional. Like he 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 can't hold himself back. He, he, picture picture you by your father, father, and then and then and then he gives you a whole scenario, like a whole what you should be saying. Oh God, I can't handle anymore. I can't handle these wanderings, this abandonment. Even a person that has a a rock, a heart of stone. Who's a person? Even with a person with a heart of stone, shalayimas that will not melt. When you picture this in your mind. Right? How he's standing before God's throne of glory. On a consuming fire. Begging for himself, for his family, and for all of Kal Yisrael. So Pizetsa says, if you need to have that, that those images, go for it. Go for Training it. Picture, wheels. Training wheels, exactly. Picture God any way you need to picture and that's going to bring you your Shemaim. Know that it's not real. The Ravid is not saying it's real. At least the way the Pizetzin is learning the Ravid. But the Ravid is saying you could do that. And do what you need to do to be able to, to make God more tangible to you. Yeah, we'll stop here. It's a very radical idea, no? Like, it's Mamash... Uh, Again, I think the the Ramak says it, but but it's not as well known. I saw it in the safer bones brought. Anyway, Good. all right, we're getting so. But this is all. Don't make it. This is like just a training wheels. He's get, We're getting to what really. 
what we're supposed to be taka thinking is gonna is gonna getting in another page or two. So when's the next uh, class? You're, you're not. Um,